Hello and welcome to the e-commerce playbook podcast. My name is Andrew Ferris and I'm so glad you're with me for another episode to talk about what it is like to uh, work at 4x400, an e-commerce holding company where we acquire, operate and grow e-commerce brands, D2C brands. Uh, today, I'm going to follow up on the show on something I talked about last week. My, um, my brain and my time have been deep in some email and SMS kind of marketing, really thinking about um, how to maximize every portion of our list. I talked a little bit about some of this stuff last week. Well, I talked a lot about some of this stuff last week, but this week I want to actually get into some numbers, break down a little bit more of some things I'm seeing as I try to roll out some of the tactics I was talking about uh, last week related to using those channels for customer acquisition, thinking carefully about segmentation. So if you did not listen to last week's episode, I recommend you go back an episode um, and check that out. Uh, but with no further ado, let's get into what I am seeing as I seek to acquire customers via owned media channels. So last week I told you that um, I'd been working a whole bunch on segmenting out my my email and SMS list and thinking more about how I was going to um, to really try to hammer away at these different lists that we have. You know, all of these people on email lists and SMS lists who have not bought from us. And, and there's a significant number of people who at some point give me their email address, give me their phone number on a pop-up for Bamboo Worth that's on our skin quiz, and they, um, they just haven't bought. Uh, so I, what I've started to do is, um, start splitting some sends to collect some data. So first let me just tell you kind of what I am doing here to see this information. Um, this didn't occur to me until somebody pointed it out a long time ago. Um, and it, it was really helpful to me. Uh, when you send your campaigns in Clavio, um, a simple thing you can do to get clear visibility with very little work, uh, and there's probably smarter ways for better Clavio people to do this, but for me, this works nicely. Um, take your campaign uh, and um, take the exact same content, basically. You know, uh, you, you might have some tweaks relative to the audience, but take take the exact same same content that you're going to send and just split out who you are sending it to by their engagement with your list or with your brand or, or, or whatever. Um and then send the campaign at the same time, but split it out so that basically when you want to send a campaign, you're actually sending three campaigns, all the different members of lists. Let me tell you what I mean. Um, so every Friday for Bamboo Earth, we send out an encouragement email. And that email um, is, is something that customers opt into directly. And it's, um, it's just an email saying, uh, with, with thoughts from Amber, our founder, every Friday that are meant to just encourage our customers. We actually do very little selling in this email at all. Any selling we do is in a PS somewhere. Um, and and the li- it's all in-text links. There's no hard CTA, uh, like CTA button on it. Um, so the point is really just like encouraging content, build brand equity, um, have a great touch point with the customer. And honestly, the point is to encourage people like, that's sort of an end in itself as far as we're concerned. So uh, try to actually create some good in the world and have some good good touch points with our customers. So we think that'll come back around to value in the long term, but it's not really it's not really mostly um, to sell. Nonetheless, uh, we do see sales come from it, and we see people um, who who engage with these emails come and buy stuff from our brand, and um, certainly not at the level of like a sales email, but it, it does something. So. Um, so this Friday, uh, when I built the email in Clavio, um, I segmented it between three groups. 
first is anyone who had ever purchased from us before, excluding people who are active subscribers. Okay, so anybody who'd purchased but not active, um, not active subscribers to our product. Um, secondly, uh, people who who had never purchased from us but who had engaged with us in the last six months. So open an email, been on our site, clicked an email, whatever. And then third, anybody who is an active subscriber via recharge. Uh, so those are the three. Those are the three groups: purchasers, but not subscribers; subscri uh, subscribers, and essentially never purchasers. Right? People who we know. Let me tell you about the response that I got from these three lists from customers. Um, for our active subscribers, we sent to uh, eight hundred and let's see. No, we had eight hundred and twenty-four opens. The list was like 1,600 people or something, you know, who weren't excluded from a smart send or who hadn't dropped off our list, whatever. Anyway, 824 opens. And of those 824 opens, we had 19 purchasers for $1,178, okay? $1,178 against 824 opens. For our past purchasers but not subscribers, we had uh, over 10,000 opens. Uh, by the way, open rate right now, who knows because of Apple privacy. So grain of salt, but at least directionally, this will still get you somewhere. Uh, a little over 10,000 opens for past purchasers who are not subscribed for a little over $4,000. And for people who are on our list who opened the email, but who had never purchased from us, okay? 26,000 opens, 26,000 opens. We have a pretty big email list. One purchase for $88. <laughs> I mean, that is incredible. Uh, if you break that down to click rate, there were 81 clicks and one purchase. Um, you know, again, this is Clavio attribution, which I think is probably over attributing significantly. So, um, so there you go. But, but again, even granting there's some data confusion here, thanks to Apple and thanks to attribution models and blah, blah, blah. You get directionally what's going on here. Let me give you a revenue per open, uh, as a, as a way of looking at this number. Okay. Um, for our active subscriber or for our subscribers, that was $1.43 in revenue per open. For our purchasers who were not subscribers, that was $0.39 cents per open in revenue. For our, um, for our uh, never purchasers, it, it didn't even round up to $0.01 cent per open. <laughs> that's, how, that's how bad the revenue per, per open was, okay? Now, uh, just to be clear, again, this is not a sales email. This, this email is... It's so gentle on, on being sales-oriented. Uh, so, But nonetheless, what you see there is massively, massively different value for each of these groups depending on their past interaction with the brand. It's not too super surprising. The people who are subscribers were more likely to be buying, you know, those are your most committed, most excited customers. People who had purchased in the past are more likely to buy something, and people who had never purchased are less likely to buy something. But the thing that's amazing to me about that is just how wildly, like, or just, just how bad that performance was in terms of revenue per open for those never purchasers. Um, again, I split an SMS send. Also kind of an encouragement thing. We do this on Mondays. Um, I, I split an SMS send to where... Um, Again, on Monday, we send this sort of an encouraging text. Again, it's the same kind of idea. People opt into it. Very light sale, just a little PS with a, with a sale. Um, we had uh, of that group. Now, SMS numbers are just an absolute mess. 
But the same thing held true. Essentially, $0 in revenue for the 9,000 or so uh, never purchasers, non-purchasers who were there versus $670 for the 6,000 uh, past purchasers who we sent to. Uh, so e the numbers barely even really matter here. The point that I'm getting at, I think that is really, really clear is, is that people who are on my list who have never purchased before um, are very, very, very unlikely to purchase after a certain point without some kind of an offer or a discount. That's really the point. Uh, they might at some point do it. They might at some point do it. And we actually have heard, um, we get email responses because these letters and these encouragement kind of things we send out are, are pretty engaging. We get responses from customers. And and uh, Amber, our founder, was just was just telling me today, actually, that she's gotten a nut. She gets replies all the time from people saying, hey, I'm really excited about your company. I love what you stand for. I love this content that you are sending out. I I just want to let you know, I'm just waiting to buy something until, um, you know, the moment is right or until there's an offer or whatever. People actively say that. They're saying like, I'm just, I just don't want to do it yet. Our, our skincare is sort of medium high priced, I would say. It's not extremely high priced. So I can understand that it's, it's, it's a reasonable commitment for a lot of people. Um, and, and so you maybe are just trying to wait to get the absolute best possible deal. Well, um, that is a crucial point because, uh, when you do have moments like this, uh, or when you do have uh, offer moments, promotional moments of some kind, then you actually see this thing play out. So again, uh, we had it when I, I did, I think I did an episode about our biggest revenue day ever. We did this gift with purchase with one of our most popular products and we drove AOV and we really hammered our list really hard with it. We did 120 grand or, or whatever it was in in revenue, about a hundred thousand dollars of that was past purchasers, but that means there was like twenty grand in non in people who had never purchased from us before buying for the first time on that day. So while it was still overwhelmingly revenue from past purchasers, um, there was a lot of money to be gained from somebody who was just waiting for that offer. So when I see numbers like this, here's what I am now thinking more than anything else: How do I create in an automated way or with campaigns or whatever, an ongoing system of offers that makes it possible so that that person, um, so that I can nudge that person who is on my list but has not bought to make their first purchase. Because if I can do that, and this is the point I was making last week as well, if I can do that, I will get so much more value out of the traffic that I am driving. And I believe there is a ton more value to be gotten here. So, um, so I am thinking about, an extra 10% off off of your custom mini kit, which already comes 20% off. I am thinking about gift with purchase, actually trying to run something like we did with that, uh, that, that biggest revenue day ever, like once a month, except don't send it to past customers. Literally just make it as a way to hook uh, or as a, as an entry point for people who had never bought from us before. Uh, you know, I'm looking at other like simple percentage off BOGO, uh, gift card with purchase, like anything we could think of. Oh, um, Amazon, sending people to, we have a limited selection on Amazon, saying to people, you know, you can go buy us on Amazon. So why not go do that? There's just all kinds of different uh, things that we could think about doing to, uh, to try to bring those people back in. So that's what I'm trying to think about all the time. I am splitting my sends. Really straightforward here today. This, this is really it. Um, this is the advice that I have for you. Try this out. Split your sends 
Test your offers relative to each group. Past purchasers, I'm really trying to push towards subscription. If you've never bought from me, I'm going to give you a bunch of different offers. Um, another thing you can do, by the way, is um, split out uh, people who have never bought from you before by how long they've been on your list. So if they've only been on your list, you know, they're still in your flows and everything, and they're, they've been on the list for seven days, don't give them an offer yet. But uh, maybe the offer gets better over, over more time. Um, you know, I'm constantly coming back around to finding different ways to do this. And in point of fact, in the midst of all that as well, I sent out an offer for what we call our Clean Skin Care Starter Kit. People who had never purchased before from us, who were engaged in some way, but had been on our list for at least 21 days, but had never bought. Um, and uh, we had, uh, again, this is sort of a gift with purchase offer, a simple starter kit. We, we, we had, uh, let's see, 13,000 opens on an email I sent to them with 18 purchases for $1,000. Now that's not great still. It's not, but it's much better than less than one cent, um, what, what, less than one cent per customer, or per, per open. So um, we're starting to see this. We're playing with different offers, going different ways, trying to figure this out. And what I'm, what I'm like head down on right now is how many different ways can I slice this up? How many different kinds of offers can I find? Because if I can get those locked in, what I can do is test those offers uh, here's the process. Split your campaign sends by segment. So purchasers, non-purchasers, even if that's the only thing you do, just people who have bought from you, people who are under those who have not bought from you. Start seeing how the difference plays out. Then take each of those groups and think about what is the next offer for them to get them into more products, upsell, cross-sell, if they're a past purchaser, move them to subscription, things like that. That's a whole other episode, right? Um, and, for no, and for people who have never purchased, what is the right offer to get them to come and make that first purchase? Then, as you start to split those things out, as you start to play with what those are, um, you can again, you can split test, you can visualize this in all kinds of ways. If you just start with splitting the sand, you'll, you'll give yourself a lot of clarity here. As you start to do that, um, then, and this is a key thing, find what works, put it into an automated flow. Over time, as you do that, that initial flow should become worth more and more money to you. As it does, as it becomes worth more and more money to you, every click you drive will be worth more and more money to you and you will be that much less reliant on your paid media. Um, you know, it's not even about just being reliant on paid media. Every click that gets to your website will become more valuable to you. All right, so as you can tell, this is something I'm kind of obsessing over right now. Sort of a short episode, very tactical. Um, but this is where my head is at. I've just been, I've just been thinking about this so much because, you know, especially for a brand with high LTV and I'm sure there's others out there. If we can keep our customer acquisition flowing in a really good way, um, and even just get to a continued baseline of, of, of growth there. I mean, the, the potential payoff for the mid to long term, even aside from the short term profitable customer acquisition, the mid to long term with all the LTV that comes with it and all that stuff um, is just tremendous. So, um, so it, the cast, the benefits are cascading, uh, and for me, it's it's like a it's a detailed sort of tactically um, important and 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 time consuming um, problem to solve. It's, it, means a lot of content creation and all that um, but that's the way I'm doing it split the campaign sends see what's happening with different parts of my list and then respond accordingly from there uh, so that's the goal um, and uh, I will probably let you know more if I find anything that really really works incredibly well here because um, 
yeah, because uh, I'm definitely pushing really hard on that. Hey, if this is helpful to you, please send it to a friend or uh, even better, rate and review us on um, iTunes, I think, a- Apple Podcasts. What is it? I actually don't use Apple Podcasts myself, so I think that's what it's called. <laughs> um, I'm like the one Google Android guy in the e-commerce world. Um, anyway, uh, please rate and review Please email me if you have questions, thoughts, if I was unclear and you want to hear what I'm saying. I'm trying my best to explain it. It's hard. I'm looking at a dashboard of my own revenue to try to get it get it across to you. But uh, hopefully it's some help. Uh, podcast at 4y400.com. You can email me there or um, hit me up on Twitter at Andrew J. Ferris. Again, hopefully some help to you. Hammer away, hammer away, hammer away at that customer acquisition. It is a huge part of the game. Not the whole game, but it's a huge part of the game. Hammer away at it.